0: Learn more at Marines.com.
1: And takes the knee, and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl Forty Two champions. When
0: this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
1: They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14.
0: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 702 back on the fan. BT and Sal. Sal is off back tomorrow. CeeLo in the house. So hockey stole the show yesterday, and then it was hijacked a little bit by press conference post game. St. John's. Yeah. Oof. Um. You know, the I I I don't. I think it's more about. What Rick said, and I'm not going to get in the weeds on the season. Obviously, it's disappointing. You know, St. John's is two games over 500. After a
1: strong start, I know a lot of it was non-conference, but you're 12 <clears> and four. You had some early conference wins, yeah. and things went south and a hurry. Oh,
0: there's no doubt they were four and one of the Big East. They were at the top end. They were tied for first actually at one point with Seton Hall. They've lost eight of ten. Now they've lost in a manner that is excruciating because they've had a lot of big leads. They led up at Providence the other night. They led Seton Hall by 19. Yes, that was. Listen, I've been calling these games a long time. That I think that was the worst one. Did you have to? Did
1: you have to? You give Mink a hug after the game, or you? You doing all right?
0: Um, Mink doesn't say a whole lot. Well, we know that. I'm (laughs) a little. (laughs) (laughs) Mink is still is. take on. I mean, I'm a little more raw. Sometimes too raw,
1: Uh like when things are going. That's good, you balance it out a little little bit. Yeah,
0: I can't front. I love St. John's, but when things are malfunctioning, I'm going to give it an honest assessment of what I'm watching. That's what you're there to do, yeah. But I did say, it's funny because then, and we'll get to the press conference here, less about the game. After every game, I'll go and I'll watch Patino's press conference. I mean, I pretty much did that with everybody Mike Anderson, Mullen, Lavitt, et cetera. Do you you ask questions or you just go to to listen and observe? I just want to listen. I I already know what's going on. I want to see where it's going. As soon as he said the – as soon as he said what he said, uh, I knew that this was going to be a massive national story, which it is, all right? But at one point during the broadcast here, and it finally – I don't know why it hit me yesterday. Like, they're not that good. They're not good. And I I don't – one thing that I've always done with St. John's, is very important to me, is that I've never – Judge them like pros, but they are getting paid now. Yeah, like I've always had separation between how I, you know, Eddie Curry back in the day or Marbury versus a St. John's player that's not playing well. They're college kids, yeah. okay?
1: But it's different when you bring in Rick Patino and you mix in NIL, though. Especially yeah, considering he wiped out most of last year's roster and brought these guys in,
0: correct? And a few of kids, a few of whom would have helped, like and AJ Storr was still here. I think he really would have helped them out, but
1: yeah, so I, I do think it's
0: okay to be a little bit more biting. In Whether it's me or others, the the modern collegiate athlete because they are getting paid. Now, as soon as Rick uttered the words and I was in the back of the room, as soon as he said, this is the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching, (laughs) I mean, I knew what this thing was turning into. It's not up to me, all right, to provide context for what Rick said. It's up for Rick to do that. And I'm actually going to campus today, and I'll shoot the Red Storm Report, usually shoot it later in the week. It airs uh, Friday and Saturday on, on MSG. They're traveling this week, so we've got to do it today, which is not ideal on a Monday when you're playing you know, a game on Wednesday uh, in Georgetown uh, on Wednesday. But logistically, we have to do it today. I want to talk to Rick about this on the show, of course. I really think, I, and I'd love it for, for, to be this show, I think Rick needs to speak today.
1: That seems to be the overwhelming vibe and take coming out of what he said yesterday.
0: Yeah, you got to contextualize what you meant. Now, you you don't double down. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right move here. <laughs> um, but, that would be interesting. Oof. Yeah. Now there were other things. Again, when you isolate the the, the quote, it's going to look. Far worse. So it looks the one you he's... just
1: read or the more the the one... specifics about the players wow. and lacking? What was the one he kept up? Really the
0: one that I read more so okay. than yeah, players that, being. I, that
1: was alarming when you consider the entire. It's not. This isn't year five at St. John's. And, hey, the, you know, the luster is worn on and I'm wearing out my welcome. Here. It's year one.
0: And it's been. It's it's five months. It's six months. Right? And and I think, you know, what's happening now. And I believe Rick's going to get it done. I've, I have no doubt. But I also do believe that Rick needs to adjust. And He will. You know, the the speed dating microwave aspect of college sports right now makes it so undesirable to watch. It is really different. And he's going to have to adjust. It's not like let me get seven kids and coach them up over two or three years and then run out, you know, five gazelles who are going to press and trap and take your heart and, and bang in threes. Like it's 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 year to year roster construction. And that's the world, tough.
1: that's the world we live in now, yep. and I know a lot of college coaches have been outspoken about not liking that aspect of it. Hell, you can make the case that that's part of why Nick Saban decided to retire when he did, outside of the fact that he's been doing this forever, his yep. age, the whole thing. Same with Jay Wright. Right. That's a, that's a well, better I mean, example, considering he was you know at the peak and still mm-hmm. maybe in his prime. But like, I mean, <sighs> another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. No one forced Patino to take the approach he did of remaking the roster on the fly for this year, right? So don't you feel like to some extent it's it comes off as a little hollow that he's not taking any of the blame or the yeah, responsibility? Yeah, he's got Yeah, to take more ownership. No, he does. Especially when you I mean, he is the he is the focal point and the drawing card of that program right now. He is the face of it. That's why he was brought here. His resume, his career, his track record, all those things. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to just slap it together on the fly. And then at twelve and four, I'm sure he wasn't saying the same things about the athleticism of his team as he is now. Yeah. Well,
0: you yeah, know, that that's, that's going to defend okay. him a little bit here. Right. Like it was it was as raw and and I thought too much in term yesterday in terms of, you know, actually saying players' names and pointing to um, a shortage of athletic qualities. And
1: this was multiple guys. There. A week ago or so, it was, you know, Soriano specifically that he outed when he sat him down. He yeah. talked about, well, the other guys work hard and give effort. He That's doesn't. different,
0: though. Right. That's acceptable. That's, that th- I understand. That's coaching. Yes. I love that. That's yes. old school, and that's part of why it's Rick Patino. You know, a kid like Sean Conway, who came in from VMI. Again, I don't want to get too in the weeds. Yeah. Came, came in from VMI. You know, and Rick's made sure that he lauded his, his, his effort, but he basically said he's slow. Uh, and he mentioned three or four other kids and
1: lateral quick lateral was the quickness one he was what it was. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: quote: We are so un we are so non athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. And by the way, he's right. And really, it's not about losing, even winning. When I would watch the film, I see unathletic plays. I see people who don't handle the ball that are just interested in taking quick shots. It's been a disappointing year. And I was saying on the on the broadcast yesterday with Mink, I'm like, and, and it took me maybe this many games to really see it. And then he said it, but I actually said it first. I'm like, this team is slow. Yeah, but you like were saying they were down as by the money.
1: analyst. Is, yeah. I mean, you're, that's your job is to be there. and add, Like, for the coach to go out in the press conference and yeah. essentially throw yeah. the whole team under yeah. the bus and not say, hey, it's my job. I'm the coach. I've got to find a way. We've got to overcome. We've got to change things. We've got to take, you know, like, even if he doesn't mean it like showing some accountability when you're the leader and the, the head guy mm-hmm. and this is you know this is not the leftovers from last year you pushed a lot of those guys to enter the transfer port i remember when he was first introduced the press conference well a lot of these guys aren't going to play for me next year It was only he two knew that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. they they can't they can't be a part of this roster they're not about the type of brand of basketball i want to play so, fine, you had to slap it together on the fly, but ultimately he still, oh, well, we didn't have a chance to say. he I mean, just reeks no, no, of he's, he's the boss. making after the fact.
0: He's the boss. He's absolutely the boss. I get it. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. The one thing that's changed with this portal stuff, and he did use the word toughness, and that's a Patino staple, it's hard to gauge toughness in three days. It's not an excuse. No, no, it's, trust me. Rick needs to walk back some of this. He yeah. true, and I hope he does because I don't think it came out the way he intended it to come out. And you know, but he he's got St. John's fans are very unhappy today, and it's less about the record. Yeah, when they're not thrilled about and losing eight of ten. But that press conference bothered a lot of people. I and mean, look, like the record, you,
1: the idea that they were going to, you know, magically turn it around to an excessive level in year one—you had to know there are going to be some growing pains and some ups and downs. No question, it's take some time. It's not an immediate fix. But I would think that he has the, you know, the awareness to know that as well. And he even said yesterday, "Well, I didn't think we were going to win in the first year. You know, when you rush like that, you don't see the players. Not a whole lot we can do. But like." We weren't hearing that back at the beginning, at the beginning of the season when things were going well. I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way that at their lowest moment when things have kind of crashed and burned, it, I didn't hear a shred of accountability from mm. yesterday. That was disappointing.